Hello, today we are talking about the $10 billion state small business credit initiative, bringing you updates on the program so that you can go get financial assistance to help your business. So I already did a previous video on this. This is the second or third one, uh, but there's many updates, many more states that have been approved for funding. So we're gonna be reviewing that. I'm gonna be sharing with you the list that you can go visit for yourself to see what programs are launching in your state and the contact information to go after it for your business. Welcome to SheBoss Talk. I am Shante Arati. You already know that if you are joining us here today, I see all of you are joining. Please do uh, share out this video with other entrepreneurs and small business owners that you know. Uh, if you, This is for you if you are a startup business, if you are a woman business, if you are a small business, if you are a veteran business, if you are a minority business. If you are a small business or a disadvantaged business, you need to be watching this video. Tag whoever you need to tag uh, because oh, this is August. Welcome to August. This is a new month, new goals, new programs are launching, more are coming online, and this is just one of them. But this is a very important uh, program. Again, the State Small Business Credit Initiative, which has been extended and expanded with federal dollars. And how, how many dollars? $10 billion dollars are available across the states. Right now, we have uh, 14 states that have been approved, nine states uh, that were just recently approved in the last uh, few days. Uh, so again, important information to give to you today. Uh, if you're new joining us, welcome. Let us know who you are, what your business is in the comments. Also, if you're a small business, let me know what state you're in, especially if once we go through the different states that have been approved, let me know if you're in those states so that you now you can go after. So it's been approved. And so then the, the states are implementing these programs. So you don't have to wait for them to get approved. You don't have to wait for them to implement for you to be proactive and reach out to them, okay? Uh, do us a favor, uh, do give this a thumbs up, uh, subscribe, uh, follow us uh, where we are. If th these videos, our content has been of value to you. We know we've been here, look, two and a half years, some of you all have been with us and we have been helping you all get results in your business, getting the funding that you need in your business. Uh, and we, we, we talk about the various types of funding that is available. So know that you have various options available to you. Uh, before I dive in, I just want to uh, point back to, if you did not catch uh, my uh, small business banking one-on-one -on -one video that I believe I did last week, that is so important. It's going to help you when you are applying for these types of funding programs, because again, you don't want to start applying and you're not ready and you're going in blindly, not having a clue of what is expected of you as the business owner pursuing some of these opportunities. So that banking video is going to be really helpful for you. I'll make sure that I drop the link in the comments to that video as well, because there's just so many things about banking uh, that I've found over the last two and a half years that business owners and entrepreneurs do not know that is hindering you from getting access to these opportunities. And what do we say? We are not leaving any money on the table. Not this year, not next year or any other year. So we have to be ready for these opportunities, okay? What does that mean? You have to really be showing up in, in your business 
and you have to represent so that they know that you are legitimate, uh, legitimately recognized business in the state in which your business operates. And so that involves a lot as a business, right? It's not just as simple as I'm just starting a business. I, you know, I know how to bake cakes and that's it, right? Or I just signed, got my LLC and that's it. That is not it. That's the beginning, okay? So we've been teaching that all throughout for several years, but really, really, really diving deeper uh, since COVID so that we can just get everybody ready to just go after all of these opportunities. Know that more and more opportunities are becoming available for those that are socially and economically uh, disadvantaged or in those categories of demographics of businesses, right? Who does that include? Uh, that includes low income and includes minorities and it includes women, okay? So these, these opportunities are being made available uh, to us. Under the, this program is under uh, is under the American Rescue Plan Act that was signed into law uh, on March 11th of 2021. So you will see many of these programs from 20 from back then are now being rolled out, right? Now being approved. So there were many programs that were approved under that bill that became law that have launched and are continuing to launch. So under this program, some of the things that you can expect. Uh, $500 million is going specifically to very small businesses, very small. What is that? 10 employees or less. That means if you have no employees, it includes you. So $500 million has been specifically allocated out of the $10 billion for that. $1.5 billion uh, has been uh, allocated to states who support uh, businesses owned by small, economically, and again, disadvantaged small businesses. So those states, there are some states that are better than others. I say that all the time, that really have showed up and showed out uh, and, and have programs that are available for disadvantaged businesses. So $1.5 billion are going to them. Uh, $1 billion uh, for incentive programs to boost funding for states that have showed uh, robust, that, that's a lot of support, right? For small owned that are owned by socially and disadvantaged businesses. And then there is $5 million out of the 10 that is specifically allocated for technical assistance. So I mentioned this before in the previous video, what is technical assistance? So think of things like as a business owner, we have legal challenges, right? So you need legal support in your business. Every business needs to have this, although we often don't think of it as a priority in our business, is something that is needed. You'll be able to get legal support. Accounting is another huge, uh, a huge thing that is needed in our businesses, right? It, to help us manage our money, stay on track of our money, and because the money is the health of the business. So we need accounting assistance. And there's so many uh, of you all out there that don't have accounting, accounting uh, either systems or support, uh, consultants uh, or coaches on board. And so they're going to be able to give you assistance uh, with that and other financial services as well. Know that accounting is huge. It has been one of the main determining factors whether or not businesses qualify for many of these programs. Okay. So that's why we created classes and digital products like our grant, a grant application cheat sheet and checklist because there are so many different financial statements that you have to provide 
And just as early as yesterday, I was speaking to a lady on the on the phone, and she have no clue about. She doesn't know, right? She just don't know. She's uninformed, un, uneducated on the various financial statements, right? Or even like payroll. Okay, so that's important. So they're going to be helping us with all of these different things uh, with this program. This program is going to be providing uh, these things in addition to some other programs. And again, when I go through the list of proposed programs and contacts, uh, I'm just going to go through some of them because it's a long, a long list. But these are things that you can expect, like venture capital investment, right? Having value in your business and having it where uh, other organizations, businesses, individuals can invest uh, in your business in exchange for uh, part ownership. So if you're familiar with Shark Tank, uh, that's basically what they do, right? And many of our uh, peers have been asking, okay, I, I'm looking for venture or capital investment. Well, here you go. This is your opportunity. Uh, but this is not the only uh, avenue for venture capital investment, but no, you have to come again be ready with your A game, with your pitch plan, your pitch decks and your business plans. Uh, but they are going to be giving out venture capital investment, loan having loan participation programs, making them more accessible to those that uh, that are many, high percentage, which is eighty percent, that are often not able to get funded during uh, through um, regular means. Okay. Uh, and so they, you will see that the, you will have like low call, low interest, zero interest uh, loan programs, loan guarantee programs, uh, and collateral support. So you know if you're pursuing funding options or uh, access to capital that you have to pay back, uh, often when you do this through traditional means and financial institutions, you have to put a collateral, Okay. So what does that mean? You have to have assets. They're going to they want to secure uh, their uh, loan to you with something that you have to have some asset that they can uh, link to or tie to as collateral. Uh, and then other uh, capital access programs and support is going to be uh, provided to small businesses. Uh, and then they call out startups like so startups, meaning you have actually started your business. OK. So there's various stage in the stages of growth, right, in the business. And so you can be an idea and concept phase. So they may even have programs for that. But when you say started, right, it's not that you're thinking about it. It's actually you got started. You're, you're started. So you may still be in content, concept phase. You may be testing. You have your business plan, though, but you, and you have your pitch deck, right? So, I mean, you think about companies like Google and Facebook. They were at these stages. So don't think that the stage that you're at is not important. So these programs are really coming about to help more startups as well. Um, they even mentioned that in a lot of the reference material that they have because they recognize that there is not a lot of startup funding as it is uh, growth funding, okay? So know that these things are coming on board. You just have to be aware. And so that's why I'm making aware to be attentive and be on the lookout for different programs uh, such as this. So what I'm going to do next is I'm going to, and again, uh, you know, definitely don't be concerned if you, uh, hold on just a second. Hopefully I can, I'm still working with my Mac. <laughs> okay. My new, my new Mac. So I think we should be good. 
Okay, so don't even worry about reading what's on the screen. I'm just, and these, these reference sources are already linked in the description of this video. So where you see the text, just click in there. It will expand and you will see all of our resources there. And I will also drop them in the comments after the broadcast has ended. Um, but I'm just going to go to the top because again, this program is really under, it is under the U.S. Department of Treasury. Okay, so I'm on the U.S. Treasury website, which is treasury.gov. So you should go there. There's a lot of information here uh, for small businesses. I mean, I know as businesses, we all pay taxes, uh, but you may not be aware of the many programs that fall under the Treasury Department. Um, one of, Another one, which is the Employee Retention Tax Program and other tax benefits as well. So uh, the, these things are available to small businesses. I'll be talking about that before I close out. But on this particular page where I am is a press release that they recently uh, launched uh, or released that talks about the approval of the nine additional states that plan to support underserved entrepreneurs and small business growth through the state small business credit program. Now, let me tell you about the first five that were approved. Now, these first five were approved in May. That is Hawaii. If you're in Hawaii, let me know in the comments, or if you know a business owner, entrepreneur in Hawaii, tag them. If you are in Can uh, Kansas, right? If you're in Kansas, let me know in the comments, tag someone or share this with someone that you know in Kansas. Maryland uh, is was one of the first five approved. Michigan uh, is was one of the first five approved for this program as well. I know we, that they are our neighbor. Uh, we have a lot of peers in Michigan. We have a lot of peers in, in Maryland as well. Uh, let me know in the comments if you are from Michigan or Maryland. Uh, tag those that you know. In West Virginia, what were the first five states to be approved? So between the, those five states and the, the next release was two months. Okay, so well, two two plus months. So now we're August first, um, but they re they announced this at the end of July. Now the nine states, the nine states are Arizona that they just announced have been approved. Arizona, shout out to Arizona if you're here, let us know. Uh, Connecticut is on the list. Connecticut is on the list of approved states that were recently approved. Indiana is on the list. They're also a neighbor. Maine is on the list of states. New Hampshire is on the list. Pennsylvania is on the list. South Carolina has also been approved. South Dakota has been approved. And Vermont has been approved. These are the latest state plans approved, bringing the total amount approved by the Treasury of in, uh, for Investments in Small Businesses to more than $1.5 across all approved state programs. So again, I've already stated that the total value is $10 billion. So that's a, they have a lot of, uh, still a ways to go, right? So these are just the first 14. Um, and each of the states had to submit plans right, in order to get approved for uh, this program to roll out this program. So it says here, just a statement from the Secretary uh, secretary of the Treasury, right, Jan, uh, Janet L. Yellen, this is historical, the historic investment in entrepreneurship, 
small business growth and innovation through the American Rescue Plan that will help reduce barriers to capital access for traditionally underserved communities. I'm excited to see how the SSBCI funds will promote equity, uh, equitable economic growth, growth across the country, okay? They also include the White House report. Uh, what I'm gonna focus on right now is just briefly going through what each state of the nine states that were just released, what they're getting and what their uh, planned use of the funds are uh, so that you can be, pre be prepared. So Arizona is approved for one point, uh, uh, one, uh, 111 million uh, and they will operate, again, three different programs, including two venture capital programs to which the state has already allocated $87 million and a loan guarantee program. The venture capital programs will invest in seed and Series A stage focused venture funds. So an early stage technology startups. Uh, all three programs will focus on underserved businesses with a, globe, with a goal of expanding access to capital for underserved businesses. Okay, in the uh, Connecticut, <laughs> approved for up to $119.4 million, will operate two different programs and will launch two major initiatives. One is the Connecticut Future Fund, supporting entrepreneurs from underserved and diverse uh, backgrounds who lead small businesses in a variety of sectors. And two, the program, the Climate Tech, for uh, Connecticut funds, supporting early stage businesses focused on uh, clean energy, environmentally safe manufacturing, and climate uh, resiliency. Uh, Indiana is approved for up to $99.1 million. Uh, they will operate two different programs, including the Venture Capital Program, to which it has allocated $70 million, and the Venture Capital pro Program will target seed to early stage investments in Indiana in uh innovators and startups seeking between 500,000 and 5 million in equity capital financing uh, with a portion of those funds targeted in investments in companies started by underserved founders. Indiana will also launch a loan fund investment program to catalyze local capital and increase the amount of funding available to underserved entrepreneurs and businesses. Maine, Maine, the state of Maine is approved for 62.2 million and they will operate four different programs, including two venture capital programs to which it will it has allocated 20 million and the venture capital program generally targets startups, startups with fewer than 10 employees in a state largely underserved uh, by venture capital investors. Uh, so the program will leverage these initiatives to generate awareness and access to uh, with minority or women-owned or rural, rural small businesses. In addition, Maine has allocated $22 million uh, to a loan participation program that will launch uh, long-term economic growth focusing on the state's 10-year economic development plan, including such sectors as forestry, agriculture, blue economy, uh, which is sustainable use of ocean resources for economic growth, tourism, a diverse and diverse technology. Another 20 million will be available through loan guarantee and partnerships and various local lending uh, institutions. Okay, so I mentioned, I just wanna circle back on this really quickly. 
because uh, I stated that the state, right, has a long-term economic plan. It's important to know what your state's long-term economic plan, that tells you what programs that they are interested in and will be investing in. That is so important for you to know because you can know how you can get some of those dollars, like I said, either in the form of contracts, uh, grants, or other forms of capital uh, through these programs that they are initiating. That is huge. Every state has an economic development plan, okay? So they have these long-term goals. So again, you could be getting ready now so that when they may launch like next year or, or the following year, then you're already ready to be able to take advantage and participate because they do not implement these programs on their own. They contract with and partner with for-profits and nonprofit organizations to accomplish their goals for their communities. Next is New Hampshire, approved for 61.5 million, will operate five different programs, including a loan participation program, which will allocate 40 million. The loan participation program will support loans from community banks. Uh, community banks are huge, by the way, uh, but these, commercial, uh, these community banks that serve rural and other underserved states, areas of the states which are less likely to be served by regional and national banks. Uh, the state has partnered with New Hampshire Business Finance Authority to administer uh, this program. So you hear too, we have a lot of peers that are in rural areas and they often tell us that they don't, they have limited to no access to some of these uh, programs and things, technology and funding and things that they need that those that are in more metropolitan areas actually have access to. So again, when you talk about disadvantaged businesses, rural businesses are in that category. So you hear them referenced a lot in this program and other programs as well. Pennsylvania has been approved for up to 267.8 million and they will operate uh, three different programs, including an equity capital investment program. Let me just make sure you are all with me. You all can hear me and see me. Sometimes technology things happen, okay? Uh, so they will be uh, implementing this program, uh, which is allocated uh, 142, bill, uh, 142 million uh, for venture capital investment. The program will provide direct equity investment in seed and early stage technology. So again, these early stage companies, you all are out there uh, and you need the capital to, uh, to fund your business. And this is your opportunity to be able to get it. Uh, so they will be investing in these technology companies in Pennsylvania through longstanding partnerships with Ben Franklin Technology Partners uh, life sciences, greenhouse, as well as venture capital investments and new funds under the management uh, of underserved venture capital firms. So it's important to look at also who are they partnering with, what organizations, associations, foundations, uh, companies that they are uh, partnering with. They're, they're, again, there are other opportunities you may be able to get there as well. Uh, loan participation programs, uh, to which it will allocate 125 million and will participate uh, in loans of no more than 50% of the total financing of small business borrowers through the Certified Economic Development Organizations, which is referred to here as CEDOs and Community, Deve Community Development Financial Institutions, which are referred to as CDFIs. CDFIs, okay? 
South Carolina has been approved for $101.3 million and will operate a loan participation program to which it has allocated $50 million and a venture capital program to which it has allocated $51 million. The loan participation program will expand access to capital for underserved communities by earmarking 20% of the allocation of the loan participation programs through CDFIs, organizations operating in South Carolina. Okay, so the venture capital program will expand access to capital for underserved communities by leveraging relationships with partner organizations, partner organizations to identify small business in underserved community investing in venture capital funds that target underserved businesses and rural areas of South Carolina. South Dakota is approved for 60 million, will operate one loan program to which it has allocated the entire 60 million uh, to provide uh, companion loans to financing providing, provided by financial institutions such as banks and CDFIs. And the program expands access to capital for underserved communities by using data to identify underserved markets and relying on partners to conduct outreach and raise awareness. So expect that, you know, in addition to you being proactive, these states will be doing outreach to the communities, okay? And they will be partnering with your local, you know, business centers, business organizations, women's business centers, you know, minority business centers and, and the like uh, to make sure they get the word out about these programs. And then lastly, uh, out of the 14, Vermont was, has been approved for 57 million, so 57.9, million and will operate three different programs including two venture capital programs to which it has allocated 29 million the venture capital programs will focus on seed fund investments investments leveraging accelerator programs i talk about accelerator programs a lot uh, to make small investments in rural pre-seed stage companies and investment in high growth technology innovation companies in the healthcare sectors so Vermont's third program will allocate the remaining 29 million to a loan participation program, which will leverage private funds to help small businesses grow, create good paying jobs, and serve underserved uh, markets to address climate change initiatives. So know that each of the states are different and know that, uh, or you can see how they are addressing different sectors, right? We have a lot of peers that are in agriculture. We have a lot of peers that are in tech. We have a lot of peers that are in healthcare. I mean, so again, is there's a lot of opportunity for uh, the many businesses that are out here, okay? So it's not just one industry uh, that is available. Um, and so every state is different. And you can see like some launch one program with their funds and some launched up to five different programs uh, with their uh, funds that they have received. Now, uh, the last thing I'm going to share, uh, to share on my screen are the list of proposed programs. So this is again, linked in the show notes, in the show notes, in the description, and it tells all of the proposed programs, right? For which the states have submitted plans for and the contact organizations and emails. So guess what? You have the contact information. You could go, and I encourage you to go look up their website, 
see about this program and other programs that they have and use that email to inquire about more information if you need it, right? Uh, and so that information is made available because people often ask me, okay, where's the link for this? Where's the link for that? How can I look into it further? And they're always made available in our videos. So I'm going to share the list. And again, you won't be able to see uh, fully because it is a lot of information. Uh, but I want you to see like what it looks like, right? So it's in like a PDF document with sales, like right, like a spreadsheet. Uh, so you can see that like on the screen and the columns just represent the jurisdiction implementing the uh, impl implementing entity. Uh, the proposed program is the second column. The type of program is the third column. The administering and contracted entities are in the fourth column. And then the fifth column is their contact email. So you know specifically who to contact on any number, any one of these organiz uh, organizations. So like, uh, let me see. Well, I'll just focus on the, I'm gonna try to focus on, let me go back up here. Let me go back up the screen really quickly. Let's just go to Arizona. Cause I said, Arizona is one of the ones that was recently uh, approved, right? So every state is on here. Every state is on here for their proposed plan. So before they even approve, you can know what's happening. You can just, again, go research the program and reach out, right? And they start just engaging uh, and finding out who, who within the, the particular administrating uh, body is uh, going to be overseeing or you're going to be working with or can connect with on these programs. So we see Arizona has three listings, okay? On this spreadsheet, they have three listings. And um, the first is talking about the loan guarantee program, okay? And it's saying it's same as the implementing in entity, right? Uh, which is the Arizona Commerce Authority. So you can look up the Arizona Commerce Authority if you are uh, Arizona uh, small business, right? Uh, and then it's giving you the, con the contact email. So the same contact email is applicable to all three of their programs. So next, there is the Arizona Multi-Fund Venture, Venture Program. And, <clears throat> and then uh, they have, they're working with the Equity Capital Program Funds. Uh, and then the Arizona Venture Development uh, Corporation is the one that is administering the program. So it's under the Arizona Commerce Authority, but the administer uh, organization is the Arizona Venture Development Corporation. See that partnership there? So connect with both. So you can see what both are about, what they're doing, what they have done, right? Um, and then Arizona Com uh, Commerce Authority. The third one is that they're um, having the Arizona Venture, Venture Co-Invest, Co-Invest Program and the Equity Capital uh, Program Direct. And again, it's administered um, by uh, the Arizona Development Corporation, okay? Um, let me see if I, let's scroll down here to Connecticut. Again, uh, this is another example where they have two programs, uh, that is under Connecticut department of economic and community development, right? So those of you that have been here know how much I talk about the state, uh, departments of economic and community develop development and your county and your city. 
that that is the go-to resource, okay? That is the go-to resource. That's where you want to be plugged in, okay? Uh, they have the CT Innovations Equity Fund and uh, the Equity Capital uh, Program Funds, and this is administered by Connecticut Innovations, Inc., okay? And their CT, right, Connecticut Works Fund, is um, they have a loan participation program as well that is also administered by the same uh, company or organization, which is the Connecticut uh, Innovations Inc. as well. So again, every state in the U.S. and their planned program, right, and the agencies involved and the administer uh, administers of the programs are on this list. Okay. They're on this list. Okay, so this, again, we've been talking about the state small business credit initiative that already existed, that has been extended and expanded with federal dollars in the amount of $10 billion allocated across all the states uh, within the United States of America. Okay, uh, so everybody asking me about what about their state. I've already mentioned that all the states are on this list. But when they get rolled out, that's something that you need to look for. You already have access to the information to start reaching out now. And they can let you know what's coming, what's happening regarding them. Right now, 14 states have been approved. Okay? So I see you all out here. I see your comments. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you so much for sharing. Again, we have been the go-to resource for small businesses throughout the pandemic, um, you know, this is where we, we want to make sure that you all not only know about the programs, but where and how to go get it, how to prepare yourselves to be at, able to actually access these opportunities. They're here because we know so many uh, businesses, So ma there were many businesses that were able to get access to the relief, federal relief programs. There were many businesses, but there were also many businesses that did not. And many of them are in underserved communities, unfortunately. Um, and there's just some barriers to um, access that other others do not have. And so they're, what they're trying to do is bridge the equity gap, right? They want to make it e equal access for everybody, every small business owner uh, to get access to what they need. I mean, we already know uh, minorities, women, is, you know, I work with a lot of women and that's one of the things that we're, um, combating now and putting programs together, putting programs in place uh, to help bridge that gap where, you know, women and minorities have many uh, very creative and innovative products and services that they are bringing to market and struggle to get access to capital. I mean, they re really have to do just, you know, go above and beyond. They can have everything together and not even be considered, okay? So that has to stop because you need, all of us need, will need capital at some point in our business journey to scale our businesses, okay? That is, everybody knows that. But then when it comes time and you're trying to get that capital and then there's barriers, then you get stuck. Then your, your, your growth is stunted because you don't have the access to the capital you need to move your business forward, to scale it to a seven-figure or multiple seven-figure or billion-dollar company, okay? So that's why these programs exist. So I'm hopeful that you all will take advantage uh, of these opportunities. 
Exactly. The blind, the blind guy, his wife, and their life. Your state's economic and development funds are the plug. I mean, I can't, I cannot say it enough that you have to get plugged in, get connected, uh, so that you know about these programs that are available. I see all of you are representing all of your states. I'm still trying to. Oh, there we go. Okay, now I can scroll up. I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Again, still a few days working with my Mac, my MacBook here. Shout out to uh, our tribe members uh, who are with us today uh, joining. I just want to mention really quickly, um, too, that the child care provider grants are still available in most states. Most states have expanded these grants uh, uh, to support the child care providers, um, and also your staffs, your teams, right? Uh, your The workers that are in the child care uh, industry. Uh, so please, if you have not taken advantage of those programs, if you're in the child care industry, whether you're home-based or you're brick and mortar, please look into getting access to that through your state, okay? Uh, federal funds were given to every state to roll these out, and then states also took their own initiatives to add to the funds that they already had or had already exhausted. Uh, so please know that that is still maybe an option for you in your state. Uh, so take advantage of that. Uh, also, the employee retention tax credit is a refundable payroll tax credit. So it is for those that were uh, impacted by the COVID by COVID nineteen shutdown. Uh, shutdowns and had employees in 2022 or 2021 and or, okay? Uh, the great thing about this program is that you have the opportunity to get up to $26,000 per employee, up to, and the average we're seeing is 260000 okay? So I recently helped a, a company get approved for over 800000 you're talking about businesses that did not know that this program existed or someone told them it wasn't real or people with confidence that they have even in their business uh, don't know about this program or are not well informed or knowledgeable of the program. So they're not informing the businesses. So 100% of those that we've already helped get approved for over $5 million in claims, that's money, uh, uh, that's unrestricted funds back to the business to use in their business how they choose to use it, right? Unrestricted funds. And one of our tribe members uh, just the other day, uh, we got her approved. So now she's just waiting on the IRS to deposit her funds. So we know it takes the IRS about six to eight months, but she didn't even know that this was possible for her until we, because we stay out here talking about it. We continue to talk about it because millions still don't know about it. Many still don't know how to go after it, how to claim it. And we're here to help you because it's, it is complex and you need to be working with experts, not fly by night people, right? So we've had some of those as well where, uh, you know, maybe someone helped you, but they didn't get you all of your credit, right? They Or they told you were denied, but they didn't consider that there's three ways to get approved. They told you that you didn't qualify because you didn't have a revenue reduction. Well, we've helped businesses that didn't have a revenue reduction, but they were impacted in other ways, right? So whether they uh, had to reduce hours of their employee, lost employees, had supply chain issues, 
I mean, there are a number of, uh, of ways that you could qualify uh, for this particular program. And again, is the employee retention tax credit. And if you, again, if you have a, you, you don't even have to have a retail business, but I mean, from churches, especially churches and nonprofit organizations who I know uh, reach out to me, they're, they're always in need of funding, right? To do their mission work, right? Uh, they need the help and you may not know, or you know you're a church, if you have a church that has employees, please let's send them our information. Send them this video or our videos on the employee retention tax credit. Send them our email at hello at shebosstalk.com. Hello at shebosstalk.com. And we will, myself and my team will help get them started to see if they get a, can get approved and um, how much they qualify for so they can get it filed with the irs okay so no when we're dealing with these programs this, this is serious that you again have to be transparent in your business you can't be falsifying any information in your business because guess what they're going to know about it uh and you're just going to cause harm to yourself there's no reason to do that um what i will say is that what we're running into it with a lot of business owners that say that they have people on payroll is that you don't have them properly set up on payroll so I know one business reached out to me and we're going to be meeting with her business for a fee. fee. Uh, she reached out to me because she wants help with her business and, uh, and pay understanding business structure and payroll uh, for her and four of her peers. Uh, that's the amazing thing is that she not only is looking out for herself, but she knows her other peers need the help as well. And so we are going to set up a like mini a workshop for them to help them get set up for success. If you have employees, you can't be, you know, writing employee information down on paper like this and think that that is the appropriate way to do it because it's not. You have to have them set up in a payroll system like QuickBooks or Gusto. Gusto is what we use, okay? Gusto is what we use. So you have to have them officially on payroll, right? W-2 employees, and then you must be paying payroll taxes. It's not uh, as simple as going to Google, Googling a form. That is a reference form. You actually have to have filed payroll taxes with the IRS, and the IRS knows if you paid them taxes, right? And so, again, it's just disheartening when people tell come to me that they have the employees, they could have qualified for what, 300,000, 500,000, but because they did not have their, they do not and did not have the employees set up properly on payroll, guess what? They missed out again. So not only did they miss out or get very little on PPP or they missed out on idle, now they're missing out on the employee retention tax credit, which didn't need to happen. You know how much, what that can do for a business? So that's what I'm saying. More and more programs are coming out. So this is the time. If you need to take a step back in your business and reboot, because a lot of us, a lot of us do. I've done it. Do it. It's best that you do that now to set yourself up. So set yourself up for success. Right? If you go, if you need to go watch that small business banking one-on-one -on -one business, uh, banking one-on-one -on -one video and get your business banking organize, set up appropriately, make sure you have all the features and functionality is that is required when you are asking 
organizations and financial institutions to give you large volumes of money. This is not you asking for $100 or $1,000. You're talking about people asking for a quarter or half a million or a million dollars or more. The expectation is that you have a, biz a business bank account and that your business bank account is set up to receive th that large sum of money. And know that some bank accounts are not set up for that. Definitely not personal accounts. They will shut your bank account down where you will miss out on getting access to the funds that you are entitled to. It's happened to many of my peers, right? So they will only allow a transfer of 50000 when you need a transfer of 500 Talk to your bank. Build, build a relationship with them. Ask them what, tell them what you have going on programs, initiatives you're applying for, participating in, and that you're expecting these funds to be coming in. I let my bank know this all the time. Like my bank is good. I, I'm glad that they put up fraud alerts because you never know. Like people scam. There's identity theft and all people hacking into your programs and things all the time. So they're really good about that. Like when I, I pay like huge sum of money, thousands of dollars to have you know, they started to work on the house done and they did a double, triple check. They called me and I was appreciative that they did that. Right. But in, before I let them know, like expect in the next, you know, days or weeks that I'm expected to get this large sum of money or I will be paying out a large sum of money. It goes both ways. Right. Uh, because they look out for these and you want a bank that has really good fraud protection. Because, they, I mean, there are even business owners that are, you know, they're fraudulent, right? Unfortunately, and they're fraud, fraud you know, fraud, you know, fraud, um, you know, what are they doing? They're editing bank statements and all types of things to try to get funding that they need for their business, but that they don't qualify for. And underwriters are really skilled at what they do. They're going to catch that. They're going to know if you're falsifying any types of uh, business documents that you have, any financial records, they know. So don't even do it, right? You don't want to blackball yourself. And like people ask me, okay, if I made one mistake, does that mean I can never apply again? Like one mistake can be a can be a really huge mistake that will blackball you forever. And those are the types, right? Those are the types of, and I don't even know if I can call that a mistake. You blatantly decided to falsify records. That's a crime, okay? So I have to say this because people are doing it. And the more people find out about these programs, the, the more we see fraudulent types of activity with people trying to get access to these programs. We already saw that with PPP. We saw it with the pandemic unemployment. We saw it with every one of these programs. What, what did that mean? It meant that those dollars were taken from the very businesses that were eligible, that did qualify for the programs. And it went to people that didn't. Like, how is that fair, right? And so, you know, let's just get ready for all of these programs. Also, if you missed the HUD video, HUD is uh, rolling out $10.3 billion to states. You can take advantage of all of these programs, all of them. Go after everyone that you can. Shout out to those that are that you all are coming to us, you're on it. You're making it a priority in your business. You're coming to us, telling us the ones that you applying for, I got that one done. I took this time out. I spent my weekend doing this. I got up early in the morning. I stayed up late at night to get this in. That's what I do. I'm very bu busy, 
but I have to make priority to get, get, get what I want. I mean, I have goals and I'm talking about, I have seven figure plus goals. And so I'm, I'm here to take advantage of whatever is out there, whatever's out there that is going to help me get to the next level uh, in my business. So those are out there, the HUD grants, many of you all can take advantage of those uh, because that is for housing and community development. And a lot of you all are in that space. And that, that includes a lot of businesses, a lot of business industries. When you talk about community development, commu community development, community dollars. So, you know, if you are a consultant, if you're a teacher, if you're a landscaper, if you're an artist, right? If you're a painter, right? Uh, they, they're doing a lot of artistic work, a lot of grants, right? A lot of beautification. Who do you think that they contract with? that they give the money to to do it. They're not going out painting these murals or painting benches or creating, you know, um, you know, steel or aluminum art and putting them out in different communities. They're partnering with us, the small business, the entrepreneur, the artists that are out there, right? If you are, you know, a landscaper or you have are in the trucking or hauling, who do you think that they partner with? They partner with you. Right. So and you're talking about not only grants, but contracts. You're talking about six and seven figure contracts. Right. While we're we're struggling to try to get secure one client that may bring us in maybe a thousand dollars. Right. That's where some of some some of us are. Right. I'm not there, but some of us. Right. Because we won't even ask for what we really want and what we need to really have a flourishing business. We're in the business to make money. We're there to serve, but you can't you can't have a business without money. And we need to be making money. So that's what I'm here to tell you today, okay? And they want, when they're giving you funds, they want to know that you are making money. You can't go to them and say, okay, in the last two and a half years, I haven't made any money in their business because they're going to be looking at you sideways. It's understandable that you took a hint, but just to say you absolutely made no money with all of the different ways that there are to make money, that you did not pivot your business in some way to make money, then it will be very hard for you to get access to any funding. And I'm and I'm talking about including grants. Including grants. Because there are so many ways to make money. If that business model prior to COVID is not working for you today, it's time to change that business model. Why are you still stuck on a business model that's not working for you? Right? So they expect that you pivot and they will ask you questions related to that. And they will want to know, they will ask questions like, are you active? Are you open and are you active in your business? And active means that you're making money in your business. That's what it means. That's basically what it means. And that you have the records to demonstrate and validate that you're active in your business. It's not enough to say it. They want the proof to back it up. Because again, you are asking for people, you are expecting people to give you take a to take a risk on you and give you a lot of money. Then the expectation is that you give something in return. Okay, it's reciprocal. You may not give money back in return, but you need to give something in return. With all these opportunities I go after, I my business is public information and it's not private. Whatever they ask for, even my personal information. They, they asked for a lot. I'm going through the certification process right now. We were on a call for two hours going through all the documents to make sure I had everything that they asked for, that they needed 
so that when we submit, when they come back in 30 days, it's a done deal. I'm approved. I'm not in the business of getting, you know, having stuff come back to me because I didn't have everything in. So we're going through that process. And I have a team member helping me make sure we have all of our documentation together, reaching out to my bookkeeper, bookkeeper. I need those cash flow reports. We need the balance sheets. We need the uh, profit and loss. It's hard to do that if you don't have people on your team, if you're not using the right system, then you're struggling. Then that means that you're forfeiting opportunities that go to other people that are already prepared. Okay. So that's why I stay on here. That's why these videos are longer than 15 minutes because anybody can tell you, okay, there's a state, you know, small business initiative. There's an employee retention tax credit. Okay, go get it. Right. But they're not telling you how. They're not helping you overcome you know, the challenges that I continue to see people have out here. So we're here. We have the resources. If you need to book a call, if you need to get a group together, you want us to, you know, work with you, reach out to us. We're here to help and be a support. I encourage you, if you have not already joined the tribe, either on uh, YouTube or Facebook, join the membership programs. If you're looking for a mentor, that's where it's at. If you're looking for a circle and a community and a tribe, that's where it's at. Right. Because we, none of us can do this alone. None of us can, uh, you know, succeed alone. All of us have strengths and all of us have weaknesses. So we can get the help where we're weak at in a community. Right. And we can share our strengths with others where, where you have you are genius in areas and you can be a help and a resource to other people. Right. So it's important that we be connected like that. And so, and not be operating in isolation so that we can all go out here and win, all build wealth, all scale our businesses, all be, you know, generating uh, seven plus figures in our business. Why not? We can. Our counterparts are, they're doing it. There's no reason why we can't do it. Okay. So these are the programs. The videos are out there. They're free. They're there on replay 24 hours a day. Find your time that's best for you and go watch those videos. Go, I'm giving you all the information in these videos and it's free to you. So go do it. And then if you wanna just level up, go invest in some of our other products and classes. It's all here for you. And we're bringing you more and more of what you ask for and what you need. Cause sometimes we don't know what we need. So if I know what you need and I know what you need and I'm gonna bring that to you, right? Cause it's not always funding what we need is other things in our business that we are uh, we are lacking in that we need to address the root cause of so that we can get to the funding, so that we can get to the sales. And so that's why I'm here to help you. I'm like, just consider me your accountability partner, okay? Well, again, this is a new month. Go out and achieve your goals. There are so many opportunities out here this month. There's more grants closing this month. Just go after everything possible that you can get. Just go after it. Make the make the ask. Go get it. Get in the ring. Let's get off the sidelines. Get in the ring and make it happen. As always, continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Continue to stay safe and in good health. Have a great day.